freedom and limits. Highways exist to move traffic, as internets exist to move bits, in economies to move goods. All three are paths of movement, of exchange, of communication. And with all three, freedom flourishes only when it is strictly limited by universal, clear, unambiguous laws. Without clear limits, the worst and most brutish of our natural tendencies shall come to rule the many roads that run between us. The Wonder of Walking In the mountains, one may go up a climber, but always comes down a pilgrim. Retronyms With every step we take away from the wisdom of nature's way, the more difficult it becomes to clearly see what we have lost or left behind. Acoustic guitar, organic tomato, and is a possible future, natural human being. Once the crucial sensitivity threshold is crossed, and we can only with difficulty distinguish the artificial industrial mimics from their originals, what then? Imagine sitting at a restaurant table and a guy asks, Hey, the girl at the end of the bar, is she? Thought experiments of the compassionate mind. A key feature of the compassionate mind is evidently its need to move freely with the unseen relational resonances implicit in every produced or used artifact, every thought every action. The apple may indeed be superficially beautiful, but to ask how, where, and by whom it was grown is a quintessentially spiritual question. For the student of any age, 
The key thought experiment is to begin with the end or manufactured object and then unravel it into its many simpler constituent threads or parts, thereby going back in time, in space, like a movie playing backwards. Imagine all the objects in a room returning to their ultimate earthbound source in this way. And then run the movie in your mind's eye fast forward until all the objects converge again into their motionless present form. What parts of the movement are necessarily so? What parts are wasteful? What parts cause harm? What objects do you now see as necessary? Which do you see as wasteful? It is the beginning of a much wider circle of ethical awareness. and the loss of rhythm. The body of contemporary Western culture is but half a body, divided or cut off at the waist, centered not in the heart or soul or plexus, but in the eyes. Sitting at the controls is this half body's activity of choice in front of the TV, the computer, or steering wheel of a car. But what of the poor feet? They might tell us that one cannot think clearly about much of anything, especially dance or music or poetry, without living a life deeply grounded in the slow, measured cadence of walking. Witness the automobile, so utterly without rhythm. It simply wishes to continue without interruption on its smooth, mechanical trajectory. And so our sense of rhythm, of movements of all kinds, large and small, is quickly falling by the wayside, conditioned deeply by machines like the automobile, and atrophying like muscles or organs we no longer need or use. And so 
we get bored. Bored for the lack of rhythm. Indeed, boredom has become a key feature of this culture of the half-body, a state which we seek to escape remarkably by sitting in front of ever more sophisticated controls. Notation in the known. To really hear or listen is to forget for a moment the notation, whether it be words and letters, numbers and equations, or the notes of a musical score. We use to think about things when we write them down. In this way, perception is unconditioned by the fetters of the past and therefore open to the energy of new insight. It is a great art to be free for a moment as a kind of meditation of all measure of all art.